Oh, hello. Welcome to the episode three of the Nerd with a Mouth podcast. With you as always, I'm your host, Nick, and I have a guest with me for the first time on the podcast show, a good friend of mine, Morgan Espinoza, if you want to say hi. Hey, how's it going? I'm glad to be here with you. Ah, it's great to have you. I've been waiting to have a guest on the show for a while, and you get to be the first one on the podcast. Well, I am honored. So on the docket for today of the podcast, we're going to be talking about the newest Star Wars movie. I know you haven't seen it, but your thoughts on trailers and such are going to be mighty helpful. Um, stuff going on in Marvel, they just uh, like released a ton of posters for the newest movies. And then just talk about, we're going to throw it into a DC discussion on favorite iterations of Joker and why. Sound like a good docket for you? Sounds awesome. Okay. Starting off, it's been a minute since Star Wars came out, the newest one, so I feel like I can talk about it and have soft spoilers or anything in there. Um, but since you haven't fully seen it, I want to get your thoughts on what you thought about, like, what you what your thoughts were with the trailers and everything going on in the movie. Well, I think, you know, overall, I think the new movies, they've been really advertising a lot better than the old ones, and just, you know, directing in general, I think they've made it a lot more friendly for even people who aren't fans of Star Wars to be interested in going out and seeing them. So I think they've done a, a really good job with the trailers to get everybody excited about to see it, not just Star Wars fans, but everyone alike to, you know, like, hey, this is an interesting movie, let's go watch this because it looked good on those trailers. And so that's kind of what my thoughts are. I think they do a really good job advertising it to everyone, not just the specific fan base. Yeah, I'll definitely say going into it, um, seeing it, they, they really marketed this one and like in the beginning of it with the text scroll and everything, they really like just set it up to where you could not like necessarily have seen previous movies, but you could come here if you had any like at all Star Wars knowledge. Like if you knew who Darth Vader was, you'd be fine with this movie. Like yeah. you'd like you'd understand some of the references that they were going for. I think one of my biggest things with the movie is there's a lot of stuff in it, and this isn't a spoiler. It's in a it's in a poster and everything. Was they bring back Palpatine, and I was like, oh, kind of for me, that kind of like just undermined what Darth Vader did in the original trilogy, and it's just there, just because they wanted somebody there, so they brought back Palpatine. Which and another thing is they they reveal that in like the text scroll. They say Emperor Palpatine has been transmitting a mysterious signal across the galaxy to yeah. people, and I was like, well, if they wouldn't have done that, and they wouldn't have put him in a poster and it would have been like an even bigger like twist surprise it would have been better right but they were just like oh here's palpatine and i didn't know didn't really sit well with me if if that's like one of the things and then they did like in the movie there's a ton of other stuff where there's things happening other characters are doing completely other things it's completely throwing other things out of whack and you'd think that they've grown as characters and as friends where that wouldn't be happening but it wasn't. Yeah. And oh, I had a, didn't have a problem with with Daisy Ridley in this one as much. Adam Driver did phenomenal. Adam Driver, in my opinion, has been carrying this trilogy. Yeah, I think without a doubt, you know, I I've seen uh, the other movies in the series, uh, and at first I really didn't like, you know, Adam Driver. I didn't like Kylo Ren at first, uh, but you know, as time goes on, I think he's definitely been. Like you said, like the main person driving, um, you know, not just this movie, but all the movies. I think without him, these movies aren't aren't uh, being as successful as they have been, uh, and not as entertaining. You know, I think you know at first, like I said, I didn't, I didn't like him. I thought he was he wasn't a strong enough character, or his personality in the movie wasn't strong enough. But you know, going on from the other movies and looking back at the first one, I think he definitely has made what these movies are today is is the focal point and you know whether people like him or not he's the reason why these movies are being as success, as successful as because of what he's done 
Oh, 100%. Especially because, like, with Star Wars, the big thing is it's the, the trilogy is only as successful as its villain. And if you think for the original trilogy, Darth Vader, great villain, so that that trilogy was really good. This one, he started off kind of... Eh. But then throughout the past two movies, he's really been so they're growing him. The way that they handled his character in this movie, if you since you haven't seen it, is really good. Like, if you're a fan of Adam Driver and like a fan of like what his his repertoire was, you'll you'll like how his ending, like how the movie ends with him and his ending in the movie and his character arc throughout the movie. That's it's basically Star Wars. It's Episode Nine, the end of the Skywalker saga. If you haven't seen it, I highly suggest you go see it just to see the end of the of that one they're definitely going to be making more movies i don't i don't see them not doing that i think it's going to be a bit before we get a new trilogy but i wouldn't be surprised if it's another trilogy not dealing with anything that's been dealt with in star wars past like from the prequels original trilogy and now it's going to be completely different possibly in the same galaxy but it's going to be completely different not involve them at all because they've they've exhausted the skywalker saga as much as they could in my opinion yeah i think i think overall i mean you know nine movies like nine main movies or any like movie series is a lot of movies and it's it can get redundant on a lot of things you bring in and I think you know the movie the new movies like I said definitely brought in a different you know different taste to the movies as to where they weren't so fan based heavy and into more like hey let's make everybody enjoy this I think you know the directors who who had made the movies did a phenomenal job at advertising to non-fans because like I'm not the biggest fan of Star Wars but it definitely got me intrigued and interested in watching these new movies uh, especially the first one I think the first one really draws you in right off the bat um, you know and introducing the characters and like you said I think uh, Adam Driver's character is uh, one of the best character developments that I think the Star Wars series has ever had as it goes into these new movies. I think they did a, a great job building his character up and really going on, you know, why he is who he is and uh, what he's done and what he's trying to do and his what his thought process is and, uh, you know, just what he wants to do. Yeah. So switching gears, we do that on the show. We switch gears a lot. Going into some Marvel news, they've been releasing posters and synopsises of new movies coming up, getting ready for Black Widow to drop this year now, coming out in May, and then you have movies coming out in the fall eternals eternals is coming out in the fall so we got we got big movies coming up marvel's vamping up for phase for the beginning of phase five um have you seen the black widow trailer yet i have not but i'm excited for the black widow movie uh just specifically because of you know the cast on it yeah, I said in episode two that I'm I want to go into most movies this year, not watching too many of the trailers. Like for the initial trailer drop, like a teaser or something, I'll I'll view it so I can see. Okay, this is what I'm going myself into. But I necessarily don't want to be overwhelmed with it, so I've been trying to avoid trailers and such. I will say I'm excited for David Harbor playing like the Russian version of Captain America. I think he's gonna bring it, and his comedy genius is gonna be shown. I'm excited. I'm just excited to see what was going on with Black Widow setting up, really giving Natasha a great send off after that moment in endgame and i honestly believe that they're introducing another female that goes by that could be black widow and if they don't at the end of that movie have a post-credit scene where she goes natasha told me if anything were to happen to her to take her place i'm gonna be upset yeah what are are your thoughts on that i would agree uh you know i think you know first off you know i'm not a huge fan of all the avengers movies like going out so i haven't like really paid 100 attention to the movies uh but, uh, you know, I think, once again, they're so successful because 
the cast in it. You know, uh, obviously, you know, we kicked off with kicked off with Robert Downey as Iron Man, and I think that's what brought so much people in into this series. And even going to the first Avengers, the first Avengers, in my opinion, is the best one that they made. You know, everything else after that's been good, but I think you don't have a good series or even you know even successful trilogies and other movies. You don't have a good one unless the first ones. Like you know, something yeah. Like you don't, like you don't get all the stuff leading up into Endgame and everything without that initial first pan around the Avengers shot in that first one. Yeah, and it's like that's that's what like really set up the flow of like of the MCU and like what really launched it into this thing was that first culmination of where they had these movies and everybody's like oh okay and there'd be little bits and pieces of it like connecting them and everybody's like oh and then all of a sudden it's Avengers. Yeah, and I think that's something that we lost with DC was DC went. Here's here's the Superman movie. Here's Batman v Superman. Oh, we have the Justice League. Yeah, I think I think DC definitely took a different approach to it, and I think I think other people are appreciative and like the DC series, you know, more than Marvel. Um, but you know, I think Marvel definitely did a great job of even people not fans of Marvel being like, hey, they're doing a great job making these movies. Let's go watch them. Even though I'm you know more of a DC fan, you know, like people are like, but these movies are so well done. And like we saw that with Iron Man, and you know, my personal favorite series so far has been uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't think. You know, I think in the Marvel Universe, Chris Pratt's probably the best uh, character they have um, with Star-Lord. And then his supporting cast, you know, was Zoe Zaldana and everybody else in there. There's a great vocal cast. There's a great cast just following around that people know from other places. That that movie, it almost feels like, um, you know, in a sense, because it's Disney, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, because Pirates of the Caribbean was such, for its time when it came out, was a completely different direction people weren't used to seeing Disney take as to where, you know, the, a lot of the dark scenes in, in the movies, especially the second and third one. Um, I, f- I feel like the same thing with Guardians of the Galaxy where like we were used to seeing Iron Man and you know even the first Avengers and all of a sudden they were like hey this is you know another series but it took such a different turn to what we weren't used to with the Marvel series to where there was you know something exciting for other people who were just diehard fans of Marvel it was like this movie's great just because it's great not because it's Marvel or Disney yeah and I think Guardians of the Galaxy great it's a great series great movies I love Chris Pat I love Dave Bautista Bradley Cooper I love everything about that and I think with DC too what people appreciate is that they've made like their slip ups but they were trying and then like they're not moving away necessarily from like that darker tone of movie because even with like the newer ones like Shazam yeah, like that one was supposed to be like that's an up cheery movie and it's like really funny and really fun but and you really think about it too with like the seven deadly sins and everything in there that's a it's a dark movie yeah. like when you first meet like the villain when he has his powers he throws a dude out the window yeah and you don't necessarily see that in any like marvel movies or anything and i think that's what dc has going for it is they need to like embrace that like we have like the darker tone but it doesn't always need to be like super dark i think that's what they did the beginning with batman v superman and, and the man of steel is like they went like well it's gonna be like gritty yeah. And then people were like, I don't necessarily want my superheroes to be super gritty. But they're like tweaking it so it's like some characters are going to be like that fun, cheery person. And then they're still going to be like that we're DC dark tone to it. Yeah, I think I think for sure that DC is definitely a darker, you know, definitely more darker side on the on the comic side of characters. Uh, you know, obviously Batman, all all the Batman movies have obviously been pretty dark. I mean, it's, it's based around Gotham City. you got to be dark going into that and then just looking at the villains like Joker's always been the sadistical dark character that he's been it's just different versions that we see from other people which you know in my opinion I think all are great uh, in their own ways um, but I think you know with Wonder Woman I thought that was a great one uh, with uh, the Supermans have been really hit and miss in my opinion I feel like there's definitely a better story and 
and to put into a movie that we're just not getting right now out of Superman. And, you know, Batman, you know, obviously most people would agree that, um, you know, Bat- or the Dark Knight series are probably one of the best Batman movies ever made. Oh, yeah. Like, especially with the Dark Knight, just with Heath Ledger's Joker, which is a great segue to the next part. Where we're going to be talking our favorite, like, like best Joker. And unfortunately, we're not going to include um, Mark Hamill's animated one. I want to keep it strictly to movies. So we have Heath Ledger. Yeah. Jared Leto and Joaquin Phoenix. Right. I'm going to have an unpopular opinion and say I enjoyed Jared Leto's Joker and I was a little upset that I didn't get to see too much more from him if they're not going to use him anymore as the Joker. Yeah, you know, I would I would actually agree with that unpopular opinion. I think, you know, first off, everybody you know, everybody saw uh, Heath Ledger's Joker and was like, Phenomenal. "Oh, it's fa- fantastic!" Yeah, he did an excellent job. You can't top it. Which in the Dark series, you you know, Dark Knight series, you can't top uh, Heath Ledger's. I think that's why they really stepped away after the the first movie. Um, I think everybody came into into the movie with Heath Ledger with high, such high expectations. Like, I only want this Joker to be like Heath Ledger's Joker. When at the end of the day, you can't have the same Joker when it's a completely different series, um, you know, in the movie. And I think Jared Leto, given what the circumstances was and what, you know, what everything else was going into the movie, I think he took on the role and, in my opinion, did far better than I thought he could have done. Oh, yeah, the he, character. he made it his own. Like, he wasn't going to try to completely imitate Heath Ledger's Joker. He was He's taken it in, in stride. He probably took inspiration from it. And he's like, well, I'm going to make this character my own. And I think in the setting of... Like the Batman universe there and Superman and like the DCEU universe that we have, I think that Joker would fit really well. Yeah. Especially with the Harley Quinn they had, like it just fits. Like you're not gonna have like it's 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 a newer age. It's tw- it's 2020 now, but you're not gonna have like the older Joker, like Heath Ledger's Joker. Like they're, they're they they did advance technology in that movie, but it was limited by the time. Yeah. So now that they have this one, the way that they just use him, I thought was great. Like it was a Joker. Yeah. Like even in the comics, there's one that looks like that, like Heath Ledger's Joker, yeah. like that with the slick back hair and everything and i thought it was doing really cool i wish they didn't mess with the suicide ending and I, or suicide squad ending where like they switched it up to enchantress i wish they would have kept it as the joker being the main person yeah because like the trailers that we saw i was like oh this is going to be great the joker is going to be in it he's going to be great and then they kind of just turned him down a bit because yeah. i don't think i think they thought it wasn't going to live up to heath ledger's but i was like this isn't heath ledger's joker i want to keep it like i want to make him it his own and i really i really enjoyed him i'm sad that they might not be using him anymore but i did enjoy walking phoenix's Joker movie, I like it was really good. Yeah, really good. The yeah, I haven't had a chance to see Joaquin Phoenix Joker yet, so I can't really say much on that. But um, you know, I was gonna say I think a lot of the problem we have today with with movies and doing the same characters in different type of movie settings is that you know everybody wants to compare to like what they thought was great because you know even some people didn't like Heath Ledger's Joker. They're like, well, I like the previous Joker better, or something else. Um, and I think. You know, as a movie fan, you got to step back for a minute and just take away, like, the judging and the criticizing so much and just sit back and enjoy the movie for what it is, for what the director wanted it to be, you know? And I think if you take a step back and watch Suicide Squad again and really pay attention to the Joker, that you can see that, like, what they wanted out of him in that movie was was pretty spot on. Like, he he did what he wanted did. I think the look they made him look like was a classic comic book Joker, which I loved because, you know, any any comic book series whether it's marvel dc like i think the closer they get to the original comic book character i enjoy uh, a little bit more because i yeah we're you know we're it's 2020 now and we're wanting to see you know everything modernized but these comics didn't start out in the modern world it started back you know you know 70s 80s even earlier than that sometimes and 
Like, that's what I like to see. I like to see classic Joker. So I think Jared Leto, by far, has looked like the more original Joker out of anybody. Uh, he may not have done as well as Heath Ledger in the sense of, uh, you know, like, off-script stuff or whatever. But I'm fine with that because I think his look and his persona in the movie was was on point for what Joker was in, in a lot of the comic series. Yeah, and I think something that gets lost when people portray the same character is lots of people like to like they do compare but something they forget is like when you're talking about comic book movies and something something really cool about comics is that it's a multiverse whether it's dc or marvel it, there's it's a multiverse there's a bunch of different like universes where everything can happen so seeing like movies and not and like being like well this joker doesn't stand up to this other one i'm like just to explain it as like a multiverse theory be like oh this is a different universe yeah. which it is typically because yeah. not all these movies connect yeah suicide squad's definitely a different universe than the dark knight series Oh, sure. yeah. And Suicide Squad 2, I don't know. Like, there hasn't been rumors of a Joker in there, but if Jared Leto came out, I'd be 100% okay with that. I compare it, like, you haven't seen Joaquin Phoenix's Joker movie. Joaquin Phoenix did the same thing. He took he took it from, he took inspiration from both those other guys who did really good jobs, made it his own, and especially considering, like, the director said, it just so happens that he's named Joker. Yeah. Like, it could be some random person. It just happens that it's Gotham City, which... Some stuff in the movie happens where it's like, yeah, okay, it just happens to be Gotham City, but it's like, it was it was a really good movie. It was really good. I think all three of these guys deserve credit for what they did. Anybody else who comes along to play Joker, if they do another one, if they don't have Joaquin Phoenixes be a part of that, like, universe whenever they want to do it again, yeah, he's going to have a tough time, because Joker is also one of those characters that if you, like, do it wrong... Or if you don't do it how people like it, like with Jared Leto's, like a lot of people didn't like that. It's going to be hard to, for you to keep that position. But it's yeah. also, people throw it all on the actor. It's also dependent on how the director gives them direction on on how they want that character to look and feel. And I think all three of them did really well with what they were given. Yeah. No, for sure. I think, uh, you know... <laughs> I think the different universe thing, you know, people really got to step back and look at that. Um, you know, as, you know, going to the Spider-Man series, I thought the new Spider-Man movies were fantastic. By far the best Spider-Man movies, you know, to its predecessors. Because a lot of the, the first ones to me were just like, you know, they were kind of joke movies to me. I liked to laugh at it more than take it serious because it was just like, why are we doing this? You know, this is kind of funny. But, um, you know, my favorite Spider-Man movies isn't even any of the new ones. It's the, you know, Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse. I thought... The creativity in that movie alone was was better than any other story out of any Spider-Man series. And a lot of people, you know, disagree, including my wife. Like, she loves, you know, Tom Holland Spider-Man, but she also loves Tom Holland, so it's hard for her to look past Tom Holland. Um, as to where me, where I have never been such a big Spider-Man fan, and I know that you're, you know, Spider-Man's number one on your list for sure. I think 100% it just, love Spider-Man. Yeah. And, yeah, into the, you know, Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse, I think, for me, by far, was my favorite my favorite take on it on the comic book character because you know like you said the different the different universes is uh sorry different universes of uh of you know all these different characters um you know they really opened the door on that for one and for two it was just such a different take on spider-man and it could have gone really bad but at the end of the day i think like it was a phenomenal movie it was it was well directed well written and the the vision for the movie, I think, was on point. Like, because it's not just a kids' movie, even though it's animated. Like, it's to me in my books, it's phenomenal. I think it's the best Spider-Man movie to ever come out. Oh yeah, and it, and the whole like multiverse thing. I think, like with Spider-Verse, they did such a good job that that's inspired. Like right now, going on on the CW that comes back on January fourteenth is 
uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths, which is one of my favorite comic book stories. And they're they're pulling out things and like doing things where it's like it's a bunch of different universes. But one of the things that they've done in that series that's really cool is they've cantonized like almost every DC property made right now except for what's currently going on in the DCEU they've like had clips and cameos from like uh, what's his name Batman 1989 Um, Uh, Michael Keaton Michael Keaton's like they had a scene in that universe they had the Titans from the DC streaming service they had um, Birds of Prey from a long time ago they had like Smallville characters come on and it's like it's really cool to see them being like yeah we understand it's it's a multiverse and then they're just like we're gonna get as many people as we can in here and cameoing and doing all this stuff just so we can make like we can make the fans happy which is like one of the things that if they were to ever do a live action Spider-Verse movie I think that'd be one of the it, it would I think it would break the box office like Endgame Endgame broke the box office but this one would break it if you had Tobey Maguire come in Andrew Garfield Tom Holland and then like all the animated ones yeah. you cast live action counterparts of them and they're like it, it, it would, you want to see a Nicolas Cage Spider-Man that would be fantastic <laughs> Nicolas Cage a Spider-Man noir live action Spider-Verse he's He's already he's the perfect guy for that. Not yeah. you can't necessarily have everybody that's voicing their characters play them because they don't. I don't know they don't look the part. But well, I mean that that was a great thing about Spider Verse is none of the Spider Mans to our current time look the part, but they were still Spider Man in their universe, which was great. I loved it. It was fantastic. Well, I think that's the time we have for the podcast. I want to thank you, Morgan, for coming out and being yeah, on the podcast me. want to thank rob george for letting us use the podcast set up here at christian life center it's going to be higher quality sounds and everything not hearing my breath all the time hopefully well, thank you guys for listening if you're watching if you're listening on itunes be sure to hit that subscribe leave me a rating if you're watching on spotify be sure to follow and if you're watching on soundcloud be sure to also like follow me and leave a comment so you can see what we can want to talk about next if you want to send a suggestion you can do that through i need three of them thanks you guys so much for watching and i'll see you guys in episode four whenever that comes out because my scheduling right now is kind of a mess see ya